Welcome to Good News, Bad News, the Libertarian Christian Roundtable, where every other week we challenge the status quo and give you the libertarian Christian analysis of what's happening in your world. All right, welcome back, everybody, where the patriarchy has won because we have Norman, Aaron, and Matthew on with us tonight. We have successfully... Never finally we haven't successfully done anything. We're just uh, we're just being jab stupid. and carry. Hope it feels better. Uh, I, I talk and, more uh, than my wife. Does that kind of count? Like, <laughs> all right, there we go. Um, so You'll bring the we, feminine energy today. We we want to. This is of course <laughs> our Blue Christmas episode oh. because our Chris <laughs> can't even get through my intro, guys. Go ahead. This is of course our Christmas episode because we're wearing Santa hats and Matthew is playing Santa in Santa's workshop and Norman is stuck in the 90s and Aaron yeah, is as usual just forgot to change his background. Um so <laughs> I change it, it was different. He's stuck in Bitcoin world. I'm sorry for all of you listening for... who just have to imagine what's in our background. So if you could just go subscribe and like our YouTube videos, get notifications and all of that, you'll be oh able to gosh. do that. Even if all you do is just peek in and watch the YouTube video and share it on your social Please media, that's exactly what we want you to do, uh, which, uh, you know, we're, what we're going to talk about tonight is a lot of what the government wants you to do. And apparently we have the worst Christmas message ever from a president uh, giving uh, notes to the unvaccinated. Um, Matthew, can you tell us the um, the warm Christmas greetings from the Biden administration? Yeah, Doug, you had it all wrong. These these are warm, loving, caring oh, messages oh, oh, right. from from our overlords who love and care us, and they care for us, and they just want us to let us know that you know they're intent on not letting Omicron disrupt work and school for the vaccinated. You've done the right thing for the vaccinated. You will get through this for the vaccinated. For the unvaccinated, you're uh, looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and the hospitals. You may soon overwhelm die pig. <laughs> I added the die pig. Yes, but, and, and this is this is a screenshot. Yet it is also definitely <laughs> it's real. Definitely yeah. real. Uh, yeah, it we. Is, uh, there, Doug and I like initially looked at this and we're like, this can't be real, right? This is not something that the White House yeah. would actually say, right? That, 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 no, surely you're not joking, a White House that we Mr. voted Bellis. for decorum. Like it was, uh, yeah, I mean, the indecorous yeah. previous this administration. Bringing, you might exactly. have words like this, but this but. is, but this is real. It's actually it is in a not press spectacular. Release. Yeah, I, uh, I, we're we're rather blown away, and this is coming from you know people who like we're not. It's we, healing the country. I don't know if you guys know yeah. this, but that's that's the way that's you the, heal the country. <laughs> this is how you heal the country. This is how you, this is how you heal the country. Aaron, you're going to die. 2021, Biden yeah. promised that he was going to bring the right and the left together and finally do international consummation. And, and this he is was, coming from those were the his white, words. He was going to do from those the White House that said specifically prior to being elected, like, oh, well, we clearly we're not going to make this vaccine mandatory. No way. We're, no we can't way. make the vaccine. Man and if you think we're, we're kidding about freedom, that, folks. that's real too. <laughs> We've got Yeah, we're not going to make the vaccine man. Yeah. You know, we're yeah, not going to do that. later no, mock no vaccine who had freedom, which we talked about on a previous Goodness episode. Gracious. But As we're just going to castigate people who don't choose to get vaccinated uh, well, and pretty much wish them illness and death. And 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 it's not as if like that we oppose the vaccine alone. Like that's it's not like you know, I've I've been I got my mRNA vaccine. I think that it's great technology and I think it's really interesting stuff. 
and I disagree with some of the critics about it. That's okay, but I'd still as heck, we're not going to require anybody to to go against their conscience or to go against their own uh, their own beliefs about what they what they think is appropriate for them. That ain't right. So, like, let's get real, guys. Like, yeah. Come on, man. That's going to be my favorite Biden <laughs> on, phrase man. going forward. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, though, as the, uh, the the Biden administration and the White House put out that press briefing, letting people know that the unvaccinated are uh, going to cause the yeah. whole country problem, a whole new slew of Christmas cards immediately went out yeah. from Hallmark to show that, uh, you know, if you wanted to send this to your family, you know, wish to <laughs> you and your family a winter of severe illness and death. So, you know, that, that that's just lovely from them. And also, we have some homemade, homespun cards, just as you do every single year. Uh, this is from my friend here. Uh, you'll get sick and die this winter. So, uh, you know. That's so well, sweet. Isn't it sweet? It's I'm, nice. You know, yeah. standing by the fireplace, just letting everybody know this is the last time you'll see Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amazing. Make it Amazing. Merry. <laughs> better make it better make it a good one because this will be the last one well i mean but so here's the thing though that that as terrible as that was and has the the uh, division that that creates in this country there's going to be even more division come 2022 uh because in the city of boston let me just show you this here to you uh the city of boston is going to require on january 15th Everybody who is wanting to attend a public space, uh, whether it be a restaurant or uh, fitness facilities, entertainment spaces, certain meeting spaces in Boston, even venues like such as concerts and theaters, you have to be vaccinated to go inside. So in one of the most coldest cities in America, uh, if you want to go inside, uh, you have to be vaccinated. If you're unvaccinated, you have to sit outside in the snow, in the cold, just like the filth you are, you vermin. Yeah. So. The only yeah, thing look at these look at the, is, the, the mask on those people too. Those are amazing. Good good masked people cover their eyes, wearing no socks. So. <laughs> Just realized <laughs> in the coldest city in America. <laughs> I mean, have you ever been to Boston in the uh, in the winter? You you went to MIT, Norman. Uh, yes, I, I lived in Boston. Yeah, I'm just saying. Winter. It's it's not a a uh, a warm you know pleasing tone is like it, it is not it ain't Austin <laughs> you ain't you ain't seen nothing till you've seen a yeah. Boston winter yeah yeah well it's they're a little weird. bit behind because uh, isn't New York already doing this yeah well New York is doing it yes uh, but it just seems that Boston is just now catching on to the trend yeah. but frankly there are from what I know uh, court challenges going through right now uh, that will probably render these things moot. Uh, and uh, unenforceable and uh, unconstitutional. So, mm. uh, well, well but even if it's not the case, through. it's like it, these are not wise policies from the no, outset. No. These are not things that you know that are going to be conducive toward you know actually solving problems. And that's what's that's what is really sad about it is like you know constitution constitution on this. It's not just about that. It's about whether it, like y like yeah, it's it is one thing we want stuff to be constitutional, so on. But these are not smart policies. Even if they ended up no. being constitutional, they would not be smart policies. I so, mean, from a, a, an ideological group such as the left, where it's trumpeted these types of uh, these ideals, 
where we are constantly berated and bossed around by saying, you know, we have to accept the indigent. We have to be uh, loving towards the immigrant, yeah. the, the outcasts of society, those who are on the fringes of civilization. We have to bring in and bring together. Uh, unless Show them love. Which, they've not been hey. jabbed and then cast them aside, please. So. Well, it is remarkable to to continue seeing that. And by the way, this is a good this is a good time to uh, perhaps give a little plug to one of our newer projects that maybe you might want to subscribe to. Uh, maybe I would say that if you're if you're interested in pandemic issues, we got a new little project out there called the Pandemic Bites, and you can go to thepandemicbites.com and check out what that uh, what that entails. It's just a little mailing list, and it gives some information that uh, a number of us at LCI have wrote written, and uh, it just it's good stuff that will help you to kind of uh, combat various arguments about things like, you know, vaccine mandates, lockdowns, and other various types of things about how the marketplace works to help prevent disease and provide good health services and so on and so forth. So check that out at pa- the pandemic, the pandemic bites.com. I wanted to throw in this little bit of wisdom here from uh, one of the people that I follow on Twitter, uh, Daryl Harrison. He's a a great guy if you don't follow him. But he posted this here today in uh, response to the uh, the Boston uh, message. But that many people today are afraid to live because they're afraid to die. And it's because they're afraid to live that they want others to be afraid along with them. Fear doesn't like to be alone. It needs company in order to thrive. So don't let it thrive. Amen, Daryl. Yep. It's a good, it's a good word. It's a good word for sure. Well, I feel like Aaron is in Boston right now, out in the cold because uh, he's heard been uh, he's been silent and on video. I feel it's like <laughs> did his did his did his Zoom did Zoom fail us here or something? But Aaron, you have something that actually is is somewhat equally as shocking as the Biden Christmas greeting or whatever, which is what I'm calling it because <laughs> um, that's what that's you know the Christmas greeting of twenty one. The Christmas tree. Yeah. yeah, right. Thanks, guys. Uh, you yeah. have something equally as shocking regarding, actually, regarding the Biden administration, but more specifically the Federal Reserve. Uh, so, tell us, tell us what we should be afraid of. Okay, uh, not anymore. Oh, uh, Repo- Republicans right. actually did the right thing with for, for the wrong reasons, which is kind of weird. I, I guess well, wait, that's, that's normal. Even when they do the right thing, it's usually for the wrong reason. The wrong reason, yeah. Uh, only Ted Cruz was the one that, since he's kind of like the one that kind of understands uh, crypto better, uh, he was the one that was making a little bit of sense of what was happening. Oddly enough, okay. he speaks Spanish. The, yeah, he does. Actually, he does. Um, so there's this lady, Edor. Sole Omarova. Born in the Soviet Union. Exotic. Yeah. She was going to be the new financial, kind of like financial czar for the banking system, but not just finance, but the, the whole financial system, okay? From the Biden administration, okay? Mm-hmm. So, and one of her main ideas since long ago was to get every single checking account deposit we have and put it inside the Fed so that the Fed will control all of our Every single one of them. Every single one of them. And I thought it was only the checking account, but it looks like it was also going to be the savings account as a way to say, oh, oh, let let us pay you some interest rates or whatever. Uh, So it wasn't going to be just... So they wanted to take all and, and, and literally make it illegal 
to have any type of private bank whatsoever. Does that okay. mean we would all get the discount rate that the big banks get? No, that's, term? that's kind of like the term. Oh, you let me see absolutely I mean, everything. I control everything you do as long as you, and, and we, <laughs> and, and we'll pay you 0.005% a year if you oh, don't spend gosh. money. Oh, thank God. Okay. That's like, at least that's yeah. 10x what I'm getting. So, you know. <laughs> there you go. So, okay. That, that's that what, solves inflation. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. Just good. No, it doesn't. <laughs> now, and then everybody thought, hey, that's pretty good. Someone, someone around here literally said, hey, but that's cool because that means everyone's going to move to crypto. <laughs> No, because she that. because she she knew ahead of time that there was gonna be people like around here that were gonna think exactly that, and she said, since money is gonna kind of flow to the crypto market, that challenges that fintech as a whole, including crypto, uh, are massive for new regulations. So her point was to just like she was moving. Uh, all the checking accounts and even savings accounts to the Fed so that it will be completely controlled by the Fed. Cryptocurrencies were going to have to be fully controlled by the uh, by the Biden administration. That's pretty much that was that that was that was a, that was a big issue. So there were going to be a full attack on on on, on crypto. Now all the so this is what's terrible. Uh, everyone around any type of sense of free market money was completely against her provision. It, it really looked kind of very, very tacky that during the hearings, they were attacking her because, because she was educated in the Soviet Union. And, and that was like the main attack that Republicans had against her. And honestly, that's the least of the concerns anybody that knew what they were talking about had because actually a lot of guys that come out of the Soviet Union, they actually know that doesn't work. And so yeah, wait, wait, wait. I thought it was the Democrats who were afraid of Russian influence. That's what president. I was about to say. <laughs> that wasn't, wait, wait a second. What, didn't we spend the last four years like warned that that Trump was some Russian puppet and that the Russians were going to come into our government and completely take over? And now we have actual Russians taking over! Wait, wait. Post-Soviet <laughs> I knew I wore red Soviet for a reason. Do you see the difference? <laughs> Democrats were afraid of post-Soviet influence, not Soviet influence. Oh, so okay. Yeah. Oh, 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 <laughs> that's oh, a right. fair yeah. point. <laughs> well, that, that clarifies good. everything. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> that might be the best, con- hey. the most poignant comment of the night, Aaron. <laughs> we yeah, don't want nice. free market good oil point. Russians. We oh, want good <laughs> commie gulag <laughs> Russians. <laughs> Okay, and, yeah. and, and what we were trying to, I mean, obviously, I guess it didn't, it wasn't like one of those things that true doesn't make a difference in life and that we, we kind of have to be sad about it. But believe it or not, her ideas don't come from, from Soviet influence. Let me break it to you guys. It actually oh. comes from Americans on the progressive era, most specifically <laughs> farmers that used to support uh, the silver rights. Oh, Brian. Uh, the Brian Jennings Brian, yeah, exactly. Now that's exactly he wanted to nationalize as much as possible money so that it would be as cheap as possible, so that anyone that took a loan could actually pay it at fifty percent inflation. Genius move, genius move. No, fantastic. You always have to simplify things. Honestly, guys, nothing like the Soviet Union is coming to to America. Be be real, being realistic. It's just look at Argentina. If you want to know what mm. what what anybody yeah, what that, that like. has any power wants to impose in uh, in America, the it, Soviet Russia is just it's just 
outside. It's specifically yeah. government control of pretty much everything with some type of nominal private property. But yeah. as long as the government controls spending, then they can do whatever they want. Like It's interesting that you bring that up because the history of the progressive movement in the early 20th century really is a, if you looked into it, a blot on uh, uh, the American intellectual world because they sat back and dreamt up all of these big government communist type of, uh, of things. And it was the Germans and the Russians who said, all you guys do is talk in circles. We're actually We're gonna gonna go out it. and do it. <laughs> and they did. And, and, that, and then the Maoists. Came out with. So, oh, and the Maoists. But yeah. that wasn't until the 50s. So. Well, yeah. Sad. Well, late that, that, that was the big thing that I, obviously, I mean, I guess it's just a historical thing, but everybody, if you guys really want to understand what's coming, you have to go back to the, to the silver rights and the progressive era. If you really understand the progressive era and everything around around what happened and all the, that's that's exactly what, because those are the ideas that match the type of politics of the Democratic Party, which is to create networks of different um, groups that have almost nothing in common, but they can kind of help each other out. That's if anybody wants to understand democratic polit the democratic politics is a, it, it's a creation of networks of groups that have nothing in common, but mm, they can kind of scratch their back one to uh, yeah. uh, each other. And so that's really what that's that's really what we're facing. We're facing a type of uh, in Spanish we literally call it uh, cultural Peronism. If you guys know who Peron was. Uh, was long-term president of Argentina, which it was pretty much the same thing. You get a bunch of groups that don't care about each other and say, okay, all of you guys vote for me. And when I'm in power, I'll try to spread out some wealth here and there. So don't worry about it. You pretend that you guys get along. And 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 that's pretty much what the Democratic Party is. Doug, I have an idea for a show. Maybe we should uh, all come to the table uh, with our own favorite terrible progressive of the 20th century. And we <laughs> can just an all episode. commiserate about how bad they were. The worst <laughs> the worst <Okay>. progressives. <laughs> no, no, it all began with Woodrow Wilson. Yeah, there you go. I, I choose I, George I Bernard actually, Shaw. I actually made a joke that it said, I bet someone's going to come out in Argentina with the idea of libertarian Peronism. It was a joke I made to other Spanish speakers, libertarians. The next day, I'm kidding you not. The next <laughs> day I made the joke, I literally Googled it because I said, you know what? Someone already came up with it. I bet already did. I'm not the first one. Guess what? There was, in fact, there is, I think, still. And I'm, there was some type of movement that it was kind of like libertarian, I don't know, Brian Knight or Silver, kind of like the idea of that one. That, yeah, just print money, we'll figure something out and we'll call it libertarianism. And just get as many <laughs> oh, people. Yeah, just get as many people in, even if they don't care about is each there, other. Is there a South American B FBI that tapped your phone? Because that might be yeah. what it is. So. <laughs> and yeah. kind of time, that's right? the same yeah. FBI, Matt. That's the same oh, is it? FBI. Okay, good. All, right. <laughs> <laughs> All of not, the FBI. There's only, there's the only one. There's only one. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna transition to talking about. Well, wait, 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 wait. We We're not gonna transition. It's okay. got to be about Russia, though. Oh. So and and that's it. If you do want ideas coming that sort of come out of Soviet Russia that are actually good, you gotta look at the you gotta look at the band stuff. And you got to look at the guys who are post-Soviet Union as well, like the, like Yuri Maltsev, who's an economist with the Mises Institute now, is a great guy. Or maybe read some uh, Dolshevsky, some of the the novels that that uh, that Dolshevsky wrote, uh, you know, and and such as the Brothers Karamazov or something like that. 
Or of course, Russian stuff. Yeah, of course, you could also, uh, for instance, maybe read, you know, go back a little farther, read some Leo Tolstoy. Eh, it's not some bad, not not bad, you know, good stuff there. Or, or you know, don't forget who else was born in Russia or well, Soviet Russia in that case, Ayn Rand. Oh, yep. So uh, watch out, watch out, because uh, the individualists are coming from Russia too. So no worries. About Thank that. you for and, coming and to Michael the segment Malice. of the show where Norman yeah, uh, shows Malice. off all the uh, Russian names he knows. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and pronounces them all wrong, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now now my segue is going to be less transitional. So, oh, crap. <laughs> no, it's okay. Because, you know, we needed to hear you say Karabatsov or something like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so, Aaron, Aaron, we, we talked about the, uh, the, the GOP doing things for the wrong reasons. Uh, but I think Joe Manchin, who's not in the GOP, he's a Democrat, from West Virginia, um, did something for the right reasons. And he seems to be the only vote okay. of no in the Democratic 50-50 battle with the Republicans for Build Back Better. And it sounds like it did not go through. Well, it, it's sort of like that, shall we say. So I want to share Manchin's statement on yeah. this. And, uh, and it's interesting. So everybody kind of knows that Build Back Better has been the uh, the kind of mandate of the Democratic Party for, you know, what's to happen in the near future. And uh, it's supposed to, you know, hey, we're supposed to re rebuild America yet again, because, you know, I guess that they, they blew it up with COVID. And so now it's uh, now it's something else. So what's interesting, though, is that, you know, the the uh, the Senate, of course, is split exactly 50 50 in terms of 50 Republicans, 50 Democrats. So if there is to be any if there is a, an exact split, then the deciding vote can go to the vice president who presides over the Senate, of course. But in the event that you have one Democrat that opposes a bill, that, can, that does indeed uh, tilt the majority in the Senate uh, to, to a, 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 well, the negative in that case. Uh, and in this case, all, uh, all, the, all Republicans have actually opposed Build Back Better. Okay, that's, that's good. This is a terrible bill. That is one of the, if if not the largest, per, it's among the largest of of uh, of uh, spending bills that has ever been proffered by Congress in history. Uh, it's the 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 determined the the cost is approximately about four and a half trillion over a few years, which is probably about the largest single sum of money that I've ever seen in print. Uh, that is not some sort of like M one M two or something like that. Uh, that's uh, ab utterly incredible when you kind of consider it. Um, but Manchin actually appears to have uh, stuck to his guns on this. And he, he claims uh, in, this, in this particular statement that he has for months tried to work with Democrats and make this happen. Uh, but it, it is, it is uh, quite remarkable to see what even people are saying about it in response. There has been literally uh, predictable results from fellow Democrats who have gone on CNN, MSNBC, and otherwise de decrying Manchin's actions, including one Ilhan Omar, uh, who, is, who has literally on national television said uh, that Manchin's regions are, and I quote, utter BS, but include the other six letters in that. And that was literally stated on national television. Wow. Good word there, lady. Uh, so it's pretty <laughs> impressive uh, the the links at which they're willing to try and, and reach out and and slam and, and basically slam uh, Mansion 
and uh, for for basically standing up for so for some. Well, not even the Democrats in the uh, Senate or House, but even those in the media and uh, the celebrities alike are just pilfering the guy as some sort of traitor to democracy. And I just feel like that he actually went through the democratic process and we had democracy. You just don't like it. So, well, and it's also funny because, you know, his appeal has been that this is not good for West Virginia. And I, I can't, he literally says here, like uh, at some point in this statement that I've, I have said that if I could not go home to West Virginia and explain this, then I can't vote yes. As though like, I have to be able to explain this to my constituents in order to do this. And then, but on the contrary, what you hear, you know, the critics say of, of Manchin saying is like, he is a betrayer of the president. Now, oh. look, okay. I understand that like Republicans who, you know, have done the same thing with regards to Trump and people who oppose Trump, but it's like, this is a good thing, guys. We don't he want this sort of the, like, the monolithic, you know, this monolithic uh, loyalty to uh, to to uh, grandiose leadership like this. Uh, and so it's just it's interesting to see. And I do think that what we will end up seeing, if even if this doesn't come down to a vote, it's going to start getting broken up and put into separate bills, which frankly would be better anyway. When you know from a from a parliamentary process. Uh, point of view like you want to if you're going to do this like trying to roll it all into one omnibus just not a good idea Uh, but nonetheless these types of policies are a disaster waiting to happen and the only way that it's going to get uh, resolved is through just strong opposition and uh, that's so I'm I'm very heartened to see this it's going to take a lot longer to get uh, garbage through at this point and uh, and the only thing we can really hope for in terms of the, the the way that the Senate and Congress are working right now is through gridlock, so let's uh let's pray that that continues to be the case. Looks yeah, like Joe sure. Manchin is off the Christmas card list. I, I still yeah. don't believe it that the, the well, that's good. That means he'll live, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Overwhelm the hospital. What was that, Aaron? I, I still cannot believe that a Democrat would have opposed. I don't. I I still try to make sense of it. I don't so what what you I have mean, to know? It, it's good. It's just I have no yeah. clue why would he do it. I, I can speak a little bit to this because, uh, well, I mean, I don't live in West Virginia, but I grew up there and there is a very different kind of Democrat that comes from West Virginia. Uh, it is very heavily fossil fuel industry driven coal. Brilliant. There's a lot of renewables happening because there is, you know, there, there's a lot of opportunities there. Uh, but when you meet a Democrat that's from West Virginia, they are very likely going to have a lot of conservative values, uh, mm-hmm. one of them being fiscally fiscal conservatism in, in a lot of ways. So you will very often see a, in West Virginia, you will often see a lot of um, Democrats get elected at state levels, but the president is typically, uh, the, 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 the electoral college vote for the president typically goes to the Republican, not always, but typically. Um, because and the so Democrat it's, is sufficiently it's very conservative. They're sufficiently conservative. Um, they also, um, yeah, I mean, it gets deeper than that. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of giving a cursory thing, but it, it is a little bit strange to a lot of people that the state doesn't swing in the same direction in all levels. Um, and it's just it just happens to do with the nature of well, nature. They're clearly of not East or West Coast Democrats at that point. Yeah, definitely not. No, no they're definitely not. I mean, there's there's a lot of um, like my my parents, which would be like the boomer generation. I mean, they grew up Democrat. <laughs> 
strongly and it wasn't until like the 90s that they even started voting republican at all yet they still held some of the sort of like workers rights values that on a state level are where those things actually ended up you know being being enacted mm, um yeah. at least as at least as i was growing up and things and that's still you know mostly true so um, is that where the kind of the term yeah. blue dog democrat comes in to yes. play yeah yes. yeah yeah it does yeah yep yeah, yeah. And, West um, Virginia is also the place with one of the most beautiful resorts uh, in America, the Greenbrier, uh, which you can also go visit the uh, the former bunker of the United States Congress uh, right there as well. It's kind of interesting. I just wanted to. I thought you were going to talk about Canadian. This Valley episode Resort. sponsored by the Green. No, it's not. <laughs> this, this might this might make sense to some uh, to some of our listeners, but um, I do remember. Um, I need to go back and see who was it, but it, it was some some somebody in the in the ambit or circles of uh, Nassim Taleb that said something similar to, "Oh, at the national level, I'm libertarian; at the state level, I'm Republican; at the city level, I'm a Democrat. In my house, I'm a communist because I don't charge I don't charge my kids when when they eat yet, yeah. um, yet, yet. <laughs> um, so uh, it 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 is perfectly feasible to have different expectations from different yeah. levels of government, and I think that's very healthy. Because that shows the diversity of expectations, cultures, and political aspirations of of America. We have three hundred, more than three hundred million people. We shouldn't be divided into just two colors, and that's it. I think this is actually healthy that we have this kind of situation. Now, I, I'm fascinated now with uh, with this this topic. <laughs> I think, I think we all just you know heard I mean? though from from Aaron that uh, he throws his kids in his basement gulag whenever they don't behave. So. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's any Tuesday, so imagine when okay. he gets back. <laughs> <laughs> My house is a benevolent dictatorship. <laughs> so says the uh, patriarchy. Well, well, we'll we'll end with the uh, the benevolence here and wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Uh, you guys have anything else we want to say? What are you guys wishing for for Christmas? Let me know. Aaron? Potty train children? What do you, what do you want to do? <laughs> What, what, what do you want for Christmas? What's your Christmas? What do I want here at Christmas? Santa's workshop, I've got to I've got to fix it up for you. What do you want for Christmas? No clue what I want from Christmas. I haven't None? thought about it yet. All right. Norman has cold. had me working uh, overworking hours, so there's yeah. uh, no. I haven't had the time to think about Christmas yet. I That's I didn't right. even know that we're in December. Lumps in my mind. I'm still <laughs> Norman, what what do you what do you want for Christmas? Texas, isn't it? I need, oh, I told you. Right, I need I need potty trained children. Potty train children. All right, Doug, what do you want for Christmas? Uh, peace and quiet. Yeah, uh -huh. I'll get right on that. All right. Inexpensive gas. Inexpensive. Yeah. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> yes, that's it. Come that's on. always the answer. That's always Bitcoin. The answer. Bitcoin well, that's, fixes that's, this. That is long-term capital. I need press and capital. That's the problem. Yeah. 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 Thanks right. for the economics lesson. Okay, so everybody, thank you for joining us, and we would like you to subscribe uh, at our on our YouTube channel on your podcast app, podcatcher apps, whatever you do. Uh, rate and review us. Share hey, us on social please. media, uh, or share the episodes. You can't share us because you know we're we're non reproducible. Yeah, uh, but you can share our content. So uh, do all of that, um, and visit us on libertarianchristians.com. And we wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> <laughs>